Bryant. Yes. So I've I've had a question recently. You you call this like some shower thoughts that I've had, but I was I was wondering like what if some fantastical items from Dungeons and Dragons or like any fantasy world were were like real, you know? I was I was thinking how how useful would health potions be in and like for the fitness influencers. Mm. That's a good question. I it, I think it kind of depends on because every single universe has kind of their own interpretation of what a health potion actually does, right? So if we're going for Dungeons mm -hmm. and Dragons, you know it heals uh, damaged wounds and it can can't it, it can regrow limbs, right? If it's a powerful enough potion. I think I, I don't think so. I think you just need greater restoration for that. Okay, okay. So I think that in a sense it could help, but I don't know how much it could help in a working out sense. So I'm thinking health potions, you know, max you're going to want to use like a lesser health potion or something like that mm -hmm. to just recover quicker. And so maybe you could just be downing health potions and staying in the gym all day. That might be where the... The, that might the gains be, come from maybe but so here's what so here was the thought process that i had so health potions right they heal any wounds that you have and i was thinking over here like okay well if you're working out you're tearing your muscles you're 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 breaking them down so that they can rebuild stronger right would a health potion help out with that or would it actually hinder it oh. because because if you drink the health potion it just heals it it doesn't like get stronger or anything i think it would actually just cause more damage than anything else like you'd just be going to the gym for for no reason that's true you know I what i mean see that yeah and, and i you know how like recently ice baths were kind of um that was kind of a fad that was going around especially during the winter like take an ice bath after you go to the gym it like helps with your recovery but then like scientists started looking into it and they're like actually it might slow down your 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 muscle growth oh really uh, if you if you I, take I a, if that. you take an ice bath yeah if you take an ice bath immediately after you go to the gym it kind of like slows down your gains mm. but instead you should be taking it like six hours or so like after a workout or like right before a workout right yeah so like when the recovery is actually like happening so you don't stop the the growth yeah so you kind of assist with the recovery after the fact yeah I, I feel like i feel like that's what a health potion would do i feel like a bunch of fitness influencers they'd be coming out and they'd be like this is why you shouldn't be drinking health potions after your workout they are killing your gains you know i feel like that would be it yeah i i could see that we we kind of talked about how if we had like a pre-workout brand We'd probably call it strength potion yeah. or or something like that. Oh, I just came up with an, another idea. If we can't, if we did this, we'd have a whole um, array where it would, um, we, we could have like just a regular lifting belt be called belt of hill giant strength. Oh yeah. I think that would be fun. We could just become like a fusion of gym shark and bucked up. Yes. I'd be we, we'd call it uh dragon's breath or something yeah there you go our backpacks could be called bag of holding 
Ooh, yes. No, and we even put like the face on it and whatnot. Yeah, that would be cool. The the chalk is just uh sovereign glue. <laughs> but would that I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> it it wouldn't, but it'd be kind of funny. It would be. That actually kind of I'm kind of foreshadowing what our next topic but real quick bryant how how have you been how's it going i've been good i've just been super busy i work on uh, model rockets for the club at school and so i've been working on building a model rocket right now it's pretty big uh you know about four feet long and should get up to like four thousand five thousand feet it'll be pretty pretty massive but, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's been cool. Been hanging out with my girlfriend. Been working a ton. And wait, you have a girlfriend? Uh <clears throat> yes, yes, I You're do. You're cheating on me? Oh, oh I'm sorry, Jeremy. What? I'm sorry. I meant to tell you. That's okay, man. I think <laughs> I should tell you something as well. What what's that? I put uranium in your in your rocket that you're testing out. No! And I coordinated it to be flying to uh, a specific country in a specific continent that I chose. You're going to make me ICBM somebody? I don't know if I'm quite qualified to build an ICBM at this point, but hey. You you <laughs> date someone behind my back? That's that's what you do. You betray the Jimbro trust? That's what happens. <laughs> you, you commit uh, terrorist attacks. <laughs> Facts. Well, speaking, moving on from that. Moving on. Speaking of the gym, I've been trying to get back into the gym. I've been sick the last couple of weeks, and so it's been kind of rough getting back. But this week, you know, we're we're recording this on a Sunday, so this week I'm going to be hitting the gym hard, and yeah, I'm just going to be grinding. Like it's going to be so good. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting that motivation oh, yeah. back. I'm getting the the drive to go back, the itch, you know. And it's not from the pre workout. I'll tell you that much. It's gonna be oh. awesome. Also, I hey, yeah. Have you seen the Steam oh, yeah. Summer Sale going on right now? No, I haven't. What's what's popping on there? Okay, well, there's a ton of good stuff. I just picked up Doom, the 2016 Doom. Oh my no way. gosh, dude! I have never had so much fun in like an hour of the first hour of playing a game as I did with Doom. It's like, I mean, it's an old game, 2016 now. But still, like it's it's so good. Like it's just yeah. If you want to just you know kill bad guys for nonstop, yeah, hit Doom. <laughs> you want to feel <laughs> like a legend, play Doom. But they've got like I a played whole a little bit of good stuff. Are you playing? Oh yeah. What Doom? what else do they have? Uh, oh, I played Doom Eternal. Okay. Yeah. 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 That one's also on sale. They've got that. They've got ooh. I like most. I'm kind of sad because most of the stuff they have like isn't super like amazing. They got some good deals like Mortal Kombat 11 is like five bucks, which is pretty good. They got No Man's Sky on there, 50% off for the new Modern Warfare. Hogwarts Legacy is pretty cheap, and you know they got some good ones, Horizon, Zero Dawn, that kind of stuff. But just not a ton. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted is like really cheap too. Oh, 30, is it too? Thirty bucks. Oh, sheesh! Yeah. Like the whole, like the whole franchise. Oh wow! Yeah, so they've got some good stuff. I'm a little sad that there's not like, again, there's not very many new titles, but that's just kind of 
the gaming industry that's happening right now mm-hmm. is not really Steam's fault. I just I I wish there was more like big titles that were coming out, things that I could get hyped for that were like coming super soon. But I think Starfield's still like what we're holding out for. Yeah, that's true. Although I do have to say, my roommate has been playing a lot of Deep Deep Rock Galactica, and that one's like ten bucks. Oh really? What's that one about? Like that that one looks, uh, pretty much you're just like a dwarven mining company, and you just like go to different missions and fight off a bunch of bugs, and it I think it's kind of roguelike, roguelike-ish. Okay. Where it's just like randomly generated um terrain, and then like you're just a squad of four um just pve fighting together and trying to survive yeah that sounds cool i'm like i'll give it a try give it a look yeah that one looks fun yeah he's been playing a lot of it um so recently on my end um i've been sick i with what i don't know i've just kind of been taking some like advil tylenol and then i'd feel better and then i would start eating and then it would just all come out the other end and it hurts so i don't know my my god is really giving his toughest battles right his, <laughs> the tummy aches to his, some of his strongest soldiers he, he's over here. giving his herdiest of tummies to his strongest of soldiers that that is me i am becoming the strongest of soldiers right now <laughs> as you as you can tell of course <laughs> Oh man, that's why I lift cuz no matter how much I lift, I can never lift the burdens and responsibilities off of my shoulders. You can never lift the sadness away. Exactly. <laughs> Not by myself at least. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um oh yeah, I've also realized recently how out of shape I've been. Right. You'll hear a lot of people say like, oh, Jeremy, you're like you're in really good shape. And deep in deep in my mind, I'm, I am I feel a lot of guilt because I'm like, I actually am not. I'm not in any good shape at all, because like if I was to try and run. I, I So I realized I'm out of shape when I started running. I couldn't run away from one of my roommates because we were pulling a prank on him and he caught me and then tackled me to the ground and I couldn't fight him <laughs> off. And he's like way skinnier than me. So <laughs> I was super humiliated and I was over here like, wow, if I have to fight the man in the cave, which by the way, we'll, we'll have like a countdown of when the man in the cave is going to be arriving. <laughs> we I'd be done for. So I decided that I need to be, not only aesthetically pleasing to look at when I fight the man in the cave, but I also need to actually stand a chance or else I'm just going to look cool in an open casket grave. (laughs) Yeah, but yep. So I've been finally going on runs. I'm looking up tutorials on like how to, how to box. Honestly, it's because something I kind of always wanted to do. I've always wanted to learn how to box. Not like I'd ever need to, but, you know, just in case. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I've just been kind of learning some techniques, punching a bag. No, that's good. Um, Boxing is also great cardio as well. I used to do it oh, on yeah. my back and by days for my cardio instead of running. Oh my gosh, I felt so good. Oh, that's. I tore up my hands. Good real idea. Bad, but I I felt really good. Did Did you just go raw with it? Like use gloves, or did you just like just 
wrap them? I went raw, and then I started wrapping just with, like, athletic tape. Athletic tape is good. Okay. If you do bags, you're not as fast, and so, you, you know, your arms get more tired before you, uh, like, you're doing less cardio and more anaerobic exercises, but, you know, it's whatever you want, really. If you want to practice with gloves, I don't want to practice with gloves because I don't think I'll be fighting anybody with gloves anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, might as well, like, build up your hands anyway. Yeah, yeah, just pain tolerance. Anyway, that's not important. I just wanted to make to mention that. Like, that is actually, like, a really good thing. And I wish my gym had punching bags because that would be super cool. Yeah, the the campus gym doesn't have one, but my apartment complex does. So Sweet. you already know where I'm going for that. Yes, sir. But I ran a mile, like, I ran a mile yesterday. Wasn't that good. Got shin splints. And oh, now no. my tummy hurts. So oh. you already know I'm not thriving here. Yeah, bro. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna move on from all that. We're going on to the main meat of this episode, and that is Brian. Would you like to introduce this? Actually, of course. Long rest stories. All right. So this is a new section that Jeremy and I are trying out called Long Rest Stories. Just think, you know, imagine that we are all adventurers. We're gathered around a campfire on our adventure, and we're telling stories of our exploits in the past. We, we talk about the adventures that we've had, the beasts that we have slain, and all of the many amazing things that we've done, and also some funny stuff as well. Mainly, that's what I'm talking oh, yeah. about today. Uh, but that's that's what this section is. It's long rest stories. So we just want to talk about some stories from Dungeons and Dragons that we've been 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 having, and want to share those with you. And hopefully, you'll get a laugh out of it, or learn something, or just have a good time. Either way. Exactly. Yeah, because I I think that's a beauty of the game is because like I I'll still meet up with like old friend friends from my first campaign, and we'll just reminisce. On like some of the like coolest stories ever that we created in in this game, and oh, it, it's always good to reminisce on those. I think but so. first, but before we begin, actually, we have a word from our sponsor. We're gonna have uh, future Jeremy. He's gonna read it off to us. Future Jeremy, take it away. Hey, future Jeremy here. Recently, Brian and I had a little argument about who built the pyramids, aliens or humans. So naturally, to prove him and the entire world wrong, I used a time-traveling spell to go back to ancient Egypt to find our answer. Unfortunately, I'm standing here and only see an ocean of people moving in unison. At the top of the pyramid is a swirling black storm of deep crimson lightning, occasionally illuminating a massive, tall, gaunt, disfigured form of a silhouette floating high above in the storm. It controls humans like a sick hobbyist that keeps ant colonies trapped enslaved, insignificant yet admired. Those too weak to keep moving in the sea of bodies are trampled as they collapse. This being is indiscriminate in its workers. So all that is seemingly required are two hands. Feet seem to be optional though. So I guess that means I'm right. Aliens technically built the pyramids. I can't wait to get a video of this. 
only I had gone to B Media Rentals before time traveling. Ladies and gentlemen in the Rexburg, Idaho area, listen up. Cameras are expensive and especially high quality black magic cameras. Luckily, B Media Rentals has you covered. No matter what you're shooting, whether it's weddings, advertisements, film projects, or even extra dimensional creatures, B Media Rentals has your back. For 50 bucks, you can rent their camera equipment for two days. And I mean real camera equipment as well. With a black magic Pocket 6K Pro that usually averages over 2,000 bucks. So what do you waiting for if you're passionate about film and media you have to at least check out bmediarentals.com again that's bmediarentals.com thank you for sponsoring today's episode now back to natty wonders brian do you do you have a story to start start us off with i do actually it's it's a bit of a funny story and it comes from the first campaign that i ever did so when I started, were you, were you DM on this? No, no, I was. This is the first campaign that I ever played in. So I was a player Ooh. in this in this campaign, first one ever back home in high school. And some of my friends, they played D anD D. So I was like, "Yo, I want to play this game. Let's get a group together." So the the DM and one other friend, they knew how to play. And so they're like, hey, let's facilitate this game. Let's have a good time. So we all started, made level one characters, and it was kind of boring. Like the first first uh, couple sessions, we had like five or six sessions in this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was boring. We were all level one. Like we did nothing. And so I was like, man, this sucks. So I played a wizard. And basically what I wanted to do was just to like get familiar spells and become like a Pokemon trainer. That was like my the joke is that I would I was just collecting all the Pokemon so I could summon familiars or like different types of like animals and stuff like that to to fight for me. But I was completely useless. Like I I couldn't use any uh I could use higher level conjuring spells, but I couldn't use any like damaging spells like Firebolt or anything like that. So I was like I was basically useless. It was just for the fun. Yeah. And I was playing a, a female in this campaign because you know everyone else were males and so i was like oh well need a little bit of diversity here in case we have to you know use some uh, persuasion tactics as... we need some we need some drama in this campaign yeah yeah obviously you know <laughs> so what happened we we finished our first kind of excursion and we come upon a town and my friend cameron he really really wanted buy the inn from the innkeeper he just like he got like 50 gold coins from <laughs> this like this chest and he was just trying to use them to like buy the the inn and so he he buys the inn from the innkeep on a on a 20 roll uh just persuasion and not 20 and no way yeah yes he did oh <laughs> and so it was ridiculous so he bought this inn that we never returned to ever again. Like we never saw that in. He just lost 50 gold coins. But the innkeep's daughter got kidnapped by a group of goblins. So we go into this, uh, you know, this this dungeon. We fight a bunch of hob- or goblins. and No, they're kobolds. That's what they were. Fight a bunch of kobolds. And they're, like, trying to sacrifice the daughter. And we find this... What was it? It was an owlbear. There was an owlbear in a cage in this like kobold den and so to try and 
help us to defeat the kobolds because we we're getting destroyed you know by these mm-hmm. by the kobolds because we didn't have like none no one was tanky we didn't have any damage we had nothing and so we didn't have multi-attack and so the kobolds were destroying us and there were some higher level ones too and i think it was i was the only one left and one other guy and so we like <laughs> we open up this owlbear cage as we were like we grabbed the the girl and took off and like picked up the rest of our our fallen comrades and the owlbear just wrecks us bro just totally destroys no. us like no how could you we'd set you free bro what are you doing i mean logically it makes sense but you know that's never how it happens in the movies so we were just, we yeah. were just it's like it's totally what would have happened but we were like you thought you could like snow white your way out of this yeah yeah just like set the owl bear on the kobolds and run away but no <laughs> uh i think yeah i got like i got down and i think i got I had, like two death death rolls or something like that oh. it was horrible but uh we all got out the the last guy managed to pull us out we got some help and we made it all the way back to the the inn and this is this is the part that I wanted to talk about. It was just kind of funny. And so my friend Alex, it, he was always just he's the guy that just like the horny bard archetype. You know, you know that oh, type, geez. right? But he he wasn't playing a bard. He was like a barbarian or something. Anyway, so he really really wanted to, you know, get with the innkeep's daughter, right? Because, you know, we just saved her and so, you know, Emotions were running. Why does high. this always happen in your campaigns? I swear. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. But let me so guess. He, he was also hitting on your character like the whole time too. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't actually, because that would have been weird. Because I'm a guy. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um. So our DM is like immediately no, absolutely not. She has a boyfriend, and so I was like, so. Uh, so Alex, he rolls. He's like, I roll to seduce the uh, the girl. And our DM's like, ah, no, she has a boyfriend. And I say, okay, I roll to seduce the boyfriend. So, <laughs> so I roll 20. Not no 20. Way. And no he, way. he rolls a 19. So I think it was like total 20 or 21. And so our DM, you can just see like the, the color drain out of his face. He's just like... No, no, not this. Please, no, anything, anything but this. Anything but this. So, anyway, it so worked. You, like <laughs> they just cheated on each other. Yeah, it worked. But um, he had us roll during the night. You know, we um, weren't sleeping with the rest of the comrades. If you get what I mean. And so he oh, had geez. us roll. He had us roll a dexterity check each <clears throat> for you know reasons and (laughs) i I think i rolled a six (laughs) and i think he (laughs) rolled like a five or something horrible like that and so it's just a very unsatisfying night for the both of us and and he's like okay you both wake up and you know all of you wake up and these we return to the party and he's like you wake up in the morning feeling itchy and we were like, no, 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 you better not. <laughs> You're kidding me. And he was like, you have both contracted herpesyphilis. And we were like, no! 
So he had us mark that on our cards, and it would like give us like like one extra level of exhaustion, like My every gosh. every day that we couldn't get rid of until we got like a potion of cure disease or something like that. Oh, that's horrible. Which we never did, but it was just like just to destroy us, just to get back at us for be- being idiots and like trying to seduce his characters. He's over here looking up uh, on Google, like. Symptoms for worse STD, you <laughs> yeah, know, just like, like, like a fusion is herpes and syphilis at the same time. Oh it's my like, no! gosh, <laughs> oh, that's horrible! <laughs> but yeah. honestly, that's pretty good advice for like DMs that have to deal with the horny bard archetype. Like, just just fetch and give them chlamydia, punish them, whatever, punish them, for punish them. That. Or I okay, hang on. Let me let me take that back. You shouldn't punish your players even if they're like having a fun time. But if it's ruining other people's fun time, give them consequences to their actions. We'll word it like that. There you go. Yeah, consequences are fine, but don't target a player because they're trying to mess around with. You, right? There are always consequences yeah. to actions, but don't like. No, yeah, and especially in moment... combat or something like that. If they're being annoying, like don't just like focus them. Like just. It'd be a good DM, but also you are exactly. in control. Yeah, yeah, especially those. Uh, we talked about it uh, like two episodes again, two two episodes ago, where it was you're dealing with um, players that are always going to be testing your limits and like the world, the game's limits as well. And the moment you start showing them that hey, there's consequences to your actions, that's the moment that they'll stop, or they'll 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 start to back off. But yeah, so I I have another story of mine, and this was actually part of a campaign that you were in. Oh yeah, this was this was uh what was it called, Mis- the mystery of the crawling island mm-hmm. campaign that we did. For I think that's what it was called. But yeah. pretty much what what happened here, um, in this campaign was that you guys were just like in a tavern, got called by the mayor of this place, and you guys were like, "All right, so you." This is actually a really interesting world because the each each year, the, like the water levels would rise, and it was like just slowly consuming all land around them, and so the continents were broken up by water. There was like islands it was all seafaring and like people it was pretty much desperate everyone's like just fighting each other just for the little bit of land that's left and there's like this this place called the isles of tyranny and it was full of monsters like just monster pirates that all kind of team up and they're like all right well we're just gonna like work together and like fight all of humanity off so that we can have the last of the land you know stuff like that and and so you guys were called to do this adventure where it was like, hey, some ships are going missing. Go check it out. And so you guys get on a boat and you sail on out of there. It crashes on this island. And this was this was like a this was actually a really fun adventure, I think. But you guys crash on the island and um, you guys are like stranded on there looking around, making camp. And eventually, like, there there were three people, there were three NPCs on the boat. There was the captain, a thief that actually turned out to betray you guys. And this useless 
character named Pete. Do you remember Pete, Bryant? Oh my gosh, of course I remember Pete. What the frick? <laughs> <laughs> so so pretty much you describe Pete real quick. So Pete was a tiefling and he it, do his voice. I can't you just like you'll know any everything about him when you hear Jeremy do his voice. It was pretty much just like Morty from Rick and Morty, but it's like, oh, geez, guys, I don't, I've always wanted to be an adventurer, but I don't know if I can, uh, you know, I, I can't really lift that box. <laughs> exactly. That, that was it. Or, like, we, yep. we messed with him so much. Like one of the guys in our group, he was a wizard. And so he'd always use like the messaging spell to like gaslight Pete into thinking that he was crazy or something or that like. He was extra- the dumbest. Yeah, it's so so stupid. We found out too that he was just cursed with uselessness. So he was just like completely useless, couldn't do anything. We tried to have him like, you know, defend himself and stuff. Didn't he like get his legs burnt off or something like that? Like Yeah, yeah. No, okay, so this is where the story goes. So there's you guys eventually see this cave and there's like these weird like glowing figures in the cave and you guys are like the, the wizard uses the messaging spell. <laughs> I'm I'm cracking up already. He uses the messaging spell and he's like, Pete, this is your penis speaking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you... <laughs> Pete, this is you... your penis speaking. And he was like, he was like, you will contract ED if you do not go to that cave. <laughs> Oh no, I don't want ED, Rick. Yeah, yeah, he was exactly what he said. He's like, oh no, I, I don't want ED. And so he's you guys follow him over to the cave and he's like wa- looking around inside and I I used this uh little trap theory, right? Because I knew most of you guys had dark vision. Now what I know is that dark vision doesn't allow you to see colors. So there, I had this little stream of water that ran through it. And he's like, oh, geez. And I don't know why, but I think some of you guys were like suspicious of the water or something. And he, he like we were steps suspicious in of and everything. That's where he gets his, yeah, you were sp- suspicious of everything. But he steps in the in the water and it turns out to be acid. And he burns <laughs> his legs. <laughs> And oh um, I, f- I forgot what happened then, but you guys fought some like goblins. He was still useless and <laughs> Just he, he thought his penis was speaking to him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that, 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 that game was so fun, too, because like it the reason that w- there was acid in the cave was because the the whole island turned out to be just like one massive uh, creature that was crawling around um and the mind flares were the ones that that created this this weird moving island and they were camped out there like just eating humans and whatnot and had like a duragar army it was pretty sick it was pretty sick and eventually yeah like they keep Pete around uh the the other two just died and Pete just was always with them, just always cursing them with with his uselessness. Like we couldn't get rid of him either. Like he just wouldn't die. No, 
even yeah like no matter what like for some reason he just would never die either and he even showed up in like a three shot that we did that took place in that same world right yeah and and he he cursed that 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 group with more uselessness <laughs> i i think i need to introduce pete to to my current D campaign i think i, I, think, I think my so. players will get a kick out of that i think so i think pete should be in every camp oh yeah if you're listening to this you need pete in every campaign he will for the players to just gaslight manipulate low-key abuse and <laughs> He just doesn't. He's just the dumbest character ever. Literally the worst. I I personally enjoy Pete. I I liked I liked his voice as well. Yeah, he was fun. He was a fun voice to do. Kept the comedy going when it was like really tense, <laughs> or like super depressing too. It's like, yeah. oh man, we're about to die on this island. Oh hey All guys, right. how's it going? Hey guys, is that drugs? <laughs> nice yeah I, he can't even bench 135 i'm be honest loser all right well that's gonna finish it up for long rest stories we've got plenty more stories uh coming out as well we might do this uh do this more often i also forgot to mention happy fourth of july everyone fourth of july it's a little late. Um, this is coming out Wednesday, I believe. But happy 4th. Hope your 4th of July was great. Please let us know how it was. All right. So next up, we're going to go on to everyone's favorite part of the show. And that is Jim Talk Slander. That's right. Jim Talk Slanders. We've got Amazing. like three videos. Oh, yeah. These are going to be good ones. I can feel it. All right, so you know that trend that kind of happened uh, in like 2021 or so where it was like um, it just had like a bunch of like pictures and it was like, which which room are you sleeping in, taking a nap in the hardest? Or like, yes, yes. which room, which bathroom are you taking your biggest poop in? Or, you know, <laughs> and then it, go, it was cycle through like a bunch of photos and it's like, oh, wow, that's really f- cool. I choose that one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I do. Th- I, do. I, I kind of want to get your opinion on this one. Okay. Um, do you want to read it? Yeah, of course. We've got which gym would your gym bro use? The aquarium. The block, like very modern lights. The wood bencher, which is just in the forest. <laughs> the garage, which is you know, home gym. the private basement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the beach. The beach. <laughs> Honestly? All right, so what, what's the what's the status? What, which one would you do? Mm, you know, the private basement does look pretty cool. It looks like Jeffrey Dahmer just like kidnapped some kid in that, so <laughs> that might be a little off putting. But you know, who knows? Uh, oh, no, the, I think the, the beach, beach might be that, pretty yeah, nice. that's true. But like, how are you gonna get that heavy of weight with just wood? Like they're just using like logs. <laughs> That's true. I think it's mainly there for making building the aesthetic of like getting tan and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. You could go for a swim in the ocean. Yeah, everybody on audio is just confused right now, but those Instagram folks. Yeah. I don't know. I think the aquarium or the block. Yeah. Oh, the block just has cardio. It looks like. 
Bro, that sucks. Yeah, okay. Not the not the block. Aesthetically, the block is cool, but yeah, no. If it's just cardio... I think the aquarium. Yeah. The aquarium, yeah. That's like the only actual gym that they have in here. That's the only usable one. <laughs> the only usable one oh, no. is squat racks. Jeffrey Dahmer's basement actually looks pretty sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a good pump from that one. Yeah, I yeah I would get a pump because my heart would be racing. Afraid Jeffrey Dahmer's going <laughs> to kill me. It's going to be... <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. What's this next one? The next one. So, so this one's a little more um, 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 informative. This is something I've never heard of before. You know, okay. people usually talk about, like, the bulk or the cut. This might be another solution for you. So let's go watch it real quick. Yeah. What exactly is main gaining? Main gaining is when you maintain the same percentage of body fat, perhaps 15% for men and 25% for women, and then slowly build muscle from there by eating at maintenance calorie or 50 calories above maintenance. This could be a viable option if you don't enjoy the process of bulking and cutting main gaining what, what are your thoughts because i feel like correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like possibly clean bulking already kind of does that yeah i think you're right i think at least the way i understand clean bulking is just the process is that you are still eating healthy you're just eating mm -hmm. more and you're eating above your caloric deficit so that's what he was saying yeah. there right eat 50 calories I would say probably like two, three hundred calories above. You're not gonna bulk off of two, three hundred calories, but you are gonna get bigger mm -hmm. slowly, but right. And so, and it will definitely be more lean muscle that you're building. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. You're not gonna be putting on a ton of fat. Uh, dirty bulking, obviously, you're just eating garbage, like just eating whatever. But clean, if you're clean bulking, main gaining, I'd I would consider them to be about the same thing. You know, you're not gonna be bulking mm -hmm. up. You don't have to cut. If you just want to get up to a higher weight and you don't really need to do it that fast and you, you know, you're, you're like a normal gainer, you're not super, you don't lose weight super fast. You don't gain weight super fast. And I would say that that's, a, I think that's a viable strategy. Just like changing your lifestyle to eat yeah. just a little bit more than your caloric deficit. You know, I that's actually something that I'm kind of thinking of doing because right now the dirty bulk that I'm doing, I think is really just starting to wear on me. I really don't like eating. Well, I don't. I really don't like how I'm eating. Um, it, I don't know, especially just like it feels like a lot of empty calories, especially. Yeah. Which in some cases isn't bad, but over a long period of time, I think, think I'm not supposed to be doing that. Uh, cause my body is kind of dying. Yeah. I think there's definitely like a healthy way to do things. And a lot of times when you dirty bulk, it just kind of ends up being unhealthy. And so mm -hmm. anything that you can do to avoid that, the, the problem is if you're eating right, you know, you're eating steak, you're eating chicken, you're eating vegetables, you're, you're eating fresh foods, that stuff's expensive. And so dirty oh, bulking yeah. is cheaper and you can just eat peanut butter all day, but you know, it's not as healthy for you if you, as if you just like ate a steak or a uh, chicken breast or things like that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've always heard it's best to like do a mix of dirty bulking with clean bulking. 
Um, they never, I need to look into more. We could probably talk about this next episode if we remember, but we could look into more like how to go about that. Like, do it, is it just like one month dirty bulk, one month clean bulk? Like, how does this work? Um, but honestly, main gaining might be the, might be the way to do it. So if we look into it more, I think I'm going to start switching to more main gaining again, especially because the man in the cave is coming for us. We need to be in our tip top shape for the man in the cave. He is coming for us. All right. And then the last one, this one I just saw today and it really got me thinking and I kind of wanted to get your opinion on it as well. This is from like another podcast, uh, the daily upgrade. Okay. Uh, At least that's the Instagram page that it was posted to, but let's check it out. Yeah. Male depression gets treated like female depression. Men are made to feel loved and accepted when all they want to do is feel capable and powerful. He used this example of the Blitz in World War II. Before the war started, there were these psychiatric wards and they had patients in. These patients had been uh, catatonic for years, totally comatose, unresponsive. Then the Blitz starts. So there were fires and there were injuries all over London and there were ambulances and fire engines and there was no one to drive them. Hmm. These men who had been catatonic for five years and a decade, got up, put their shoes on, and started driving fire engines and ambulances. These men that had been unresponsive for years and years and years. Give a man a purpose and the ability to achieve it, and he will crawl over broken glass with Mm -hmm. a smile. So, Hmm. what do you think of that? I think that's right. Like, I I don't know about the story about the, the Blitz and stuff. Like, that, it sounds like a great story. But I think that definitely makes sense. Like, I think um, these men and women are just so different, you know, be like mm-hmm. nervous, but very similar. We're really not psychologically, physically. We're very different. Yeah. And so, like, things like, you know, uh, mental health care, the education system, <clears throat> they're all geared towards women because that's generally, like, the, the people that are are either teaching it or facilitating mental health processes like therapists and stuff or women. And so it's like, that's, that's what works for them sitting in a classroom for six hours. It works for women because that's just something easy for them. But men want to have a purpose and like to, to do things physically and, and, and they want to feel capable. Yeah. They don't want want to feel useless. They want to learn skills that are practical and that they're going to use. And so I think this is right. Like beating male depression is about giving men a purpose as opposed to just like mm-hmm. telling them it's okay that their feelings are valid and which they are, you know, but that's not what they need yeah. to hear. That's not what they need in their lives. They need purpose. They need to drive. They need some, something to get them through and whatever that is for them. If you, we can help them to find that. I think that we can really do a great service for, for people that struggle with mental health in us and throughout the world exactly i and i think i think that's some great thoughts right there i especially really like the part where like it because if you think about it coming home from like a mission you know how people will be like oh rm like return missionaries will usually get this overwhelming feeling of depression because it feels like they don't have a purpose anymore or like their purpose just doesn't feel this like as great as before and I, I'd say that's a hundred percent true. Like recently I've been going through like, um, like not like too much depression, but like, I haven't really been feeling motivated to like 
do much things. I've been missing class. I've been stressed, you know, and I think I think that video hits it right. The nail right on the head, because when I watched it, I was like, wow, maybe maybe he's right, because the reason I'm feeling this way is because I feel like I don't have a purpose. I'm kind of just going through life right now. And so I was trying to think of like some ways I can like change my purpose. And so that's why I started like running. That, that was another reason I started running. I started uh, doing like more things than just straight lifting for aesthetics and, and whatnot. And also service as well. I just realized I haven't been like helping out people along the way, but service is a really huge help. Like I can't think of, I can't think of one person unless there's something psychologically wrong with them that it, that would be depressed while helping someone else out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely know. So if if you're going through a hard time right now, I I just want to like extend the invitation to find one person to to serve, well, like one service opportunity, one way to to help someone out, whether that's just saying hi to someone, or I I don't know, like if someone drops something, pick it up for them, or you know just look for any service opportunity, pay for someone's meal, sit by someone, have a conversation, I I don't care. But I, I just want to extend that invitation because I think that'll really help in finding your purpose, especially if you're a male, like finding your purpose. And I hope it will reignite like, hey, selflessness is the way to go. Like everything I should be doing should be like, should be for someone else. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's totally right. Excellent. Well, I don't want to leave it on a somber note. But I I hope this is a more inspirational note, a little more hopeful if you have been going through this. I hope this episode of Natty Wonders did help you out. Um, and hope you enjoyed just like our goofy little D&D stories. Um, remember, don't be a Pete, but put them in your games. Anything else that you want to say? No, I just want to say thank you for watching. Check out our Instagram. We'll link that down in the description below. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, just know that we're also on Spotify. Where else are we, Jeremy? Oh, we, we're on uh, Amazon Music. And we're on Google Podcasts as well. Amazing. Um, and we'll, we'll update you on other platforms that we do get on. Perfect. I love it. So... Oh, yeah. And also check out today's sponsor, B Media Rentals. Uh, go check out the website at bmediarentals.com. It's a local business here in Rexburg, Idaho. And I, I think what they're doing is really good for especially aspiring film students or just film people in general. All right. With that, we're going to leave you to it. Hope you have a great rest of your week. We love you all. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, adventurer. Looks like you made it to the end of this episode. Again, we're so grateful that you listened to this project of ours. And hey, if you enjoyed, why not share your favorite episode? It helps us out, and when you hit share, you will always roll a natural 20 on your first roll. And to spice up the deal, 
will even give you a nice juicy PR that you've always been dreaming of. Want to play a bigger part in the adventure? Follow us on Instagram at Natty Wonders. Send us your best Gym Talk slanders and we'll review them on the show. Have a great day.